Hello, I'm Cameron Penamone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat. it up a little bit there fuck your mind oh that doesn't make any sense blow your mind (laughs) (laughs) that's still pretty sexual mess you up there we go (laughs) um and what are we drinking today today we are drinking well some of us are drinking several several drinks (laughs) yes actually Um, I'm drinking tiger juice. <laughs> what is tiger juice? I don't know. I just looked it up because I still had whiskey and we had orange juice. So I was like, what does that mean? And I thought, I thought it was kind of screwdriver. I know that's vodka too, but I thought maybe that's the same thing. And then it was, Google said, if you add some lemon juice, a little splash of it to that mixture, you got tiger juice, whatever that means. So... I had those things in there, therefore I made it. <laughs> Tiger juice, everyone. Yeah. I don't even know oh, what yeah. I'm drinking. <laughs> you don't know what you're <laughs> Oh my god, like made myself joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have this weird pina colada mix, but I yeah. can't remember the brand or it's anything. Like oh, okay. It's just, I'm sure you can find it pretty much anywhere. Tequila, margarita, yeah. pineapple, pina yeah. colada mix. <laughs> And then right next to it, I have an Angry Orchard uh, rosé cider. Mm-hmm. And then right next to that, I just have just tea. It's like just plain, plain iced tea. tea. Yeah, <laughs> not spiked or anything like that. For the caffeine to keep Yes. <laughs> oh, just like the downer and the upper yeah. and just like fucking with my head. Perfect. Awesome. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are we talking about today? We are talking about something that is quite popular right now. The fact that my sister is even a fan of it says a lot. Mm. That's where I get all my like pop culture like media is through my sister. If she likes it, then I'm just like, oh, I'm like, that's popular right now. Oh, um, okay. We're talking about K-pop today. <laughs> K-pop as in Korean pop. Now you might be wondering, why on earth are we talking about K-pop? It's very relevant. Um, obviously, I think Cam and I both acknowledge that music is a form of art. Yeah, I think absolutely. the audience can even agree with this. Do yes, you I, agree? Do you agree? Do you agree? <laughs> Say it out loud, wherever you are right now. Um, or no? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Um, well, I mean, maybe some people, is that a polarizing opinion? I don't <laughs> know. Are we just starting that early? <laughs> I guess we are. <laughs> Um, I think most people I know think yeah. music is a form of art. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a sip here. Do it. It's very important to fuel the conversation. Um, I mean, music takes a lot of talent. It takes a lot of skill. Passion. Passion. Generally. Although we're going to touch on that, I think, right? Yes, we are going to touch on that. Um, so, yeah. sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. What were you going to say? I don't. I think I was just gonna say, um, 
because it's it's just going to play into a lot of this conversation. But um, I know this was something that you were interested in talking about, and I kind of had to do a little bit of learning. Yes. <laughs> so, so I'm not as, like, in the know about it all, but... So some people may say it's my guilty pleasure, <laughs> but I feel like guilty pleasures are something you really don't tell people. But mm. I am a fan of K-pop. Surprise! Yeah. I think some people that are listening to that, to this... That know me already know this. This is not. Mm-hmm. This is really not a surprise. Um, but before we start with the K-pop topic, Cam, what's your favorite band of all time? Ever? Yeah, well, you know, just what's your favorite music? Just to establish like what we listen to mm-hmm. before I go okay. into the K-pop realm. Jesus. Um, I'm sorry. I like no, caught you off guard with that. No, that's okay. <laughs> this is always a hard question to answer. I think for a lot of people, but. Um, so, but the first person that comes to mind, probably because, uh, he was very influential to me in my formative years, was, is Ben Folds. Okay. Um, <laughs> I really enjoy his music. I like that he tells stories in his songs, um, and I enjoy, like, I don't know, I think he's just extremely talented. Uh, Rockin', Rockin' the Suburbs was the very first Ben Folds album I ever had, and when I learned that he played every single instrument on that album oh, by himself and that's... did all the vocals, with the exception of, like, one or two, like, uh, accompaniments, but um, I was, like, floored. Uh, so he's always been a really big influence. And, like, more recently, I'm, I'm really into, like, pe- like bands like Beach House and... Uh, you can say more than one band, just so people can get an idea of what you listen to. Smash Mouth? Well, okay. Sorry. I mean, I think I've said this on this podcast already, but I do listen to the first album that they've put out. You have said that. In earnest, because I do enjoy it. (laughs) It's good. Um, Yeah. My Chemical Romance, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I don't don't know. Like, I'm kind of all over the place. I do also, oh, I do also like, you know, like, lo-fi. Like, hip-hop stuff is really good. That sort of, like chill the anime girl <laughs> on youtube you know that's kind of how i discovered it it's not k-pop exactly <laughs> nothing wrong but, with that no um i do like some pop music though um i've been i've indulged in in a, in a lady gaga and a britney spears or two <laughs> yes I, th- I think we all have oh, yeah. i'd like to think that because i have yeah yeah um god it's all over the place for me i don't know okay i've been like hank williams I don't know who that it's is. Music. Okay. <laughs> like old, like yo. Dolly Parton is my country mm-hmm. music star. Yes. Gotta love me some Dolly. Oh, there they are. I don't yeah. know if you heard them. My other favorite band is my neighbor. <laughs> yeah, dropping shit they're on in, the floor. They're in stomp. The, the thumping about. <laughs> thumping about. Thumping about. They're the thumpers. Um, I will go through a quick uh, what I listen to. It's mostly 80s new wave, dark oh, wave, yeah. a lot of synth pop, a lot of shoegaze. Um, you know, obviously I stated I like the Smiths, minus Morrissey, and um, actually some metal. Yeah, just mm-hmm. alternative mm-hmm. music. So synth pop kind of can translate into why I like k-pop yeah it's not too far of a leap yeah so shall we get started okay (laughs) all right um so we obviously established music is art so if you don't know anything about k-pop 
K-pop is something that is highly manufactured. Basically, there are big companies such as um, YG Entertainment, and they basically have K-pop boot camp, where mm. they like have openings to become a what they call K-pop idols. So if you're in a K-pop group, you are a K-pop idol within that group. Um, so YG Entertainment will like purposely look for people who can become a K-pop idol. And they basically then put these kids in a group. I say kids, even though they're like 25 and 30. They just look young because yeah. they're Asian and look young. <laughs> okay. Um, in general, that's a pretty young age, though, to like get that's true. into that kind of stuff, I guess. So they basically grab these people to become K-pop idols in K-pop groups. And then they basically hand over lyrics, music. They put everything together choreography they do the music videos for them they do the concerts mm-hmm. so with that being said is k-pop a sincere genuine form of art mm-hmm. cam go <laughs> well as someone who doesn't know that much about it but in my uh, studying stephanie's helped me <laughs> so, yes like, you could sent a bunch of links that i sh- that i was um asked to watch bits and parts of <laughs> yeah not the whole thing unless yeah. cam Cause really like loved it videos, yeah basically. Although I was really surprised, and I'll, I will answer the question. I will try to remember too. I just didn't even realize that because um, the very first link that I clicked was Gangnam Gangnam Style. Is that how you say it? Yeah, the, the Gangnam Style. Gangnam Gang. Oh, Gangnam yeah. Style. Do, I think do, you know do, what do, I'm do, do, do. It, it was like <laughs> the one K-pop thing that leaked over into yeah, America huge. and everywhere, just worldwide. I did not know that was considered K-pop. Um, I thought that that was its own thing, um, because when I thought of K-pop, I thought, I, like, I could imagine, like, I knew it was, like, boy bands, essentially, and girl bands, um, I think I'd heard more about the boy bands and stuff like that, so in kind of, like, watching little bits and pieces of each of these videos, and, and they were from, like, across, like, almost almost 10 years Mm -hmm. so like i think the oldest one you had sent me was from 2009 the most recent was from this year and a lot of them sounded very similar and like not a whole lot of variation um and then i started to really understand like okay i know what this is going to be about now um so it is hard for me to say that it is like necessarily sincere especially because i the closest like thing that i can like relate it to maybe is uh, like, uh, you know, Western, like, American, um, like, boy bands and stuff like that, you know pretty much that they're having their songs written for them uh-huh. and that sort of stuff, and they're very choreographed, and there's all sorts of different hands in the process of, like, their fame, I guess. Uh-huh. Although it does not seem, as I was reading more about it, it doesn't seem like in America and the States it's like boy bands are just boy bands some of them might go off and be an actor in like two movies and then like fizzle out whereas it seems like in the k-pop world um and this kind of goes beyond the music it's like like what stephanie was saying like they're trying to create an idol yeah kind of does everything actually there was something i didn't (laughs) tell you about so because Obviously, a certain person is choose to be a K-pop idol, and sometimes that person might not have a certain talent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So they make them do Korean, like, uh, reality TV shows. Gotcha. Which is something, like, America doesn't even do. Like, America, like, at least for North American pop groups, Mm -hmm. you know they have at least some talent to be singing in a group, like a... Something. Some music group. So there is that aspect, too, of sometimes these people they choose to be idols might actually be lacking i hate to say it like that like to be like you're fucking talentless like (laughs) like in like just a single area or just like maybe is it because like oh you like are very like um model material but Mm -hmm. you're not a good singer yeah or any of the above kind of so they like put your face out there yes okay i see i mean it does sort of sound like what can happen in america but it i think the difference might be that, like, it's more, like, manager or, like, stage mom driven rather than, like, a company. Yeah. Telling very true. you to do this stuff or whatever. So that's strange. So wait, did you answer? Did you find know. it less sincere think, or genuine? I think sort of touched on it. Just saying that, like, it's hard for me to say that it is a sincere form of, like, musical art, I guess. Um, again, I'm not super familiar with it, but I don't. My gut is kind of telling me, like, no. No. And I'm going to throw the next question at you, and then we'll talk about how I feel. Um, Mm -hmm. Even though, so it makes it less sincere, even though, like, this might be someone's dream. Right. This might be someone's, like, they're super passionate about They're like, I want to sing and dance and be in a K-pop group. So Mm -hmm. does that make it less sincere? I mean, so the interesting thing to me about that is that like, what's the dream there? The dream is fame, I guess. Mm, maybe. The, you know, because I think when when you think about, like, the, like, passionate musician or whatever, I you kind of, like, imagine the, like, guy sitting in, in a somewhat empty bar, like, just strumming his guitar or whatever, um, doing it for the love of the art, mm-hmm. not for the fame. So I'm wondering, is that is that where it gets kind of, like muddy like because that's that's kind of what i'm getting from that like if the 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 dream is to become an idol in in that uh in the context of like k-pop and that sort of stuff is that just a dream of fame more than anything i'm not sure i mean i've seen interviews where like some k-pop idols are being you know they ask like is this what they want to do and they're just Mm -hmm. like i've dreamed about this as a little kid to be like dancing and singing so i think some of them genuinely wanted to like be doing music yeah so would you say then again because i don't have that much like knowledge of this world but like is that does do you think that like people in like korea and in the like who are shooting to be in like the k-pop world like they feel like this might be the only um like course for them to take in order to to like fulfill their music musician dreams or dancer dreams i don't know maybe yes and no yeah. i'm kind of like in between um i think as of now with um the boy band bts being so well known and just all over the world um i don't know if it's just north america but like my sister bought tickets for their concert and it's like 300 dollars because they're gonna be at all state arena so they've been in the Billboard, like, music. Yeah. They've been in a bunch of music award, you know, they performed. Yeah. So I think right now, maybe, I can't speak because I've never, 
I don't know Korean culture. I may be half Korean, but I don't know, like, what actually South Korean culture is like. But, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, K-pop idols are feeling like, well, shit, BTS is now, like, well-known mm. across the world. Maybe this is what I have to do. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a hard question. What did you think of BTS, by the way? I sent you, like, two videos, yeah. I think, or one. I saw the one, and the funny thing is, actually, I had, I'd seen, not that video, but I saw, like, I think, like, a meme of it or something. <laughs> um, so I did recognize it, and I was like, I saw, I saw this, and I saw that name, and I didn't really stay on that song very long. Uh, I think I sent you Idol. It's their most recent song. Yeah, and they're they're like running around in this super colorful yeah whatever it seemed very trippy it was super trippy <laughs> with the giraffe in the background mm. and then like just a bunch of their heads floating about yeah at some point yeah so it doesn't, you know mm-hmm. naturally it's what happens i guess um yeah i guess i didn't really form too much of an opinion it didn't sound like something that i would like listen to regularly or like repeatedly um some of them that you sent me, though, I did like. I'm not a big fan of BTS. Not to not to stray away from the conversation, Big Bang is my favorite mm. K-pop group. I've joked about it several times, mm. but, like, they really are my favorite K-pop group. Are they still a group? I, I'm not sure. It seems like they're kind of, like, on hiatus, from what I understand. Because, like, one of the articles that you sent me um, kind of made it seem like after a certain time period, they sort of, like, disperse or something. Um, or they just kind of go away. But I'm not sure if that's... Well, here's the thing, too, actually, since we were talking about, like, you know, because K-pop's highly manufactured, does it make it a sincere form of art? Eventually, sometimes K-pop groups become so big and the idols become so well-known for, like, their, like you know, just as a person, that they're able to separate from the group mm-hmm. and release singles. So, like, mm-hmm. in a way, they do pursue kind of just, like, pop in general here. Um, like, if you want to use Justin Timberlake, for example, from NSYNC, like, some of them are able to, like, break away from the group and mm-hmm. be successful. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, it feels like Justin Timberlake's kind of the closest that we'd have to, like, a... A K-pop idol? K-pop guy, yeah. Because, <laughs> I don't, well, I don't know what he's, like, still doing, but he started as a boy band... As a boy band. As a boy band. Just in, him. Just, just, just him. One man boy band. <laughs> uh, he started in a boy band, and then he, you know, did his solo shit, and he also was in music, or in movies, rather. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did the Trolls movie. Do, do, Not Trolls 2. No. Not Trolls 2. He wasn't in that movie. No. Yeah. I was trying to do the song that's dance, dance, dance. I don't fucking know that song. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. Can't can't say no that one. So I'm going to argue with Cam and say that even though it's highly manufactured, I do think it's still a legitimate form. Uh, mm. maybe not the most sincere oh god the question was is, is it a sincere form of art sure. I do think it is art though okay. even though it is a big company making these groups gotcha yeah I think so I mean obviously somebody is you know
know taken the time and effort right. to put this together there's like a group of people yeah it's it's kind of like a collaborative thing i sur- excuse me i think you could uh categorize it that way everybody's hiccuping i know <laughs> but, but. um i um I I mean, we could bring in the Andy Warhol argument here. Should we fuck up this (laughs) argument right now? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) So Andy Warhol uh, made this line of art. I I guess it would be called art. Um, That's still a question today. I mean, I'm I'm just going to throw the polarizing opinion right now. I fucking don't like Andy Warhol. (laughs) I think you've mentioned that. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of him. I'm not, like, really into his art. Yeah. but he made a line of Brillo boxes, which is based off the actual um, product Brillo box, right? Like the Brillo box, like the cleaning Ooh, supply. It's that's what it is, supply, right? Soap or something, yeah. Yeah. So he made a line of Brillo boxes, and basically they were like super. I don't even think he made it. He commissioned people. Yeah. And obviously, he got that. From what I was reading, it sounds like he kind of had i mean he definitely had had the idea the idea he had like he it was almost like he was an art director of this piece um or these pieces rather and apparently he thought they would sell like like crazy he thought they didn't a bunch of money yeah Mm -mm. um it's it's weird so the interesting thing about that like at the time nobody considered that art i don't think i mean unless that was his point yeah that was the argument he was trying to make yeah, I I mean, I'm not even super clear on what he was trying to say. I mean, unless it was, you know, well, he, I guess in, in one of the articles that I was reading about it, he said, like, he wanted the mundane. He wanted a contrast to, like, um, textural brush strokes of, like, the modern painters and stuff like that. And so he saw them as art. Yeah, um, which we, I don't think we explained what he did exactly with the Brillo. It's not like he made a cardboard Brillo box. They no. were made out of wood, and yeah. they were, like, hand-painted and all the shit to look like a Brillo box. But they were actually probably, in comparison to the Brillo box, the product, versus his handmade Brillo boxes, they're actually well-made, like, actual, yeah. like, sculptures. That's what they were referred to as, yeah. Um, which is silly because it's, you know, it looks like exactly like the thing. And it's like when someone thinks of a, it just really challenged what people defined as a sculpture, I think. Yeah. Um, but he made it only a couple, right? He didn't make like a whole. It sounded like he made, I don't know how many of the, the Brillo boxes specifically that he made, but I think he also did some for like cereal boxes and different types of box products or whatever. Um, the weird thing about the Brillo box in particular, I mean, not weird, but I guess just like kind of a little thing, is this like, at the time, you know, it's just the exact product or whatever, but now that product, like that product design doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And so now it's like this vintage thing. And I could see it becoming kind of like a piece of art. Like over time, it, it kind of, because people like, you know, vintage whatever. Um, it's antique. It's oddity. It's mm-hmm. it's art. It's old art. So yeah. it, it has high. It's fucking Andy Warhol. It has a lot of value oh, now yeah, at this now point. People would, um, and I think I wonder if he was you know around to comment on that. That like if he would think that now it's not art. <laughs> like if his idea of it would change. Um, I don't know. I can't speak for Andy so, Warhol. Let's compare K-pop groups to the Brillo boxes. Okay. <laughs> um. 
both of them were super manufactured by one person. Right. Well, I shouldn't say K-pop groups are manufactured by one person. That's a whole probably but executive team. Same idea. Um, and, you know, does K-pop groups challenge the idea of music then? Because mm. obviously, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't really like Andy Warhol that much. Like, his whole thing was, like, challenging art, like, like the way people see yeah. art. Yeah, for sure. Um... Hmm. So, are you too drunk for this? No, <laughs> oh, I think you need a refill. I need, Cam, I need more. I can finish the drink. I'm a tiger now. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's interesting because I, I don't I'm know. just attacking Cam. I feel like <laughs> I'm like just the one reading the questions. I'm like, I know all about K-pop, Cam. Tell me your thoughts. <laughs> no, I don't feel like you're attacking me. Um, I don't. I don't know if K-pop, if I would, if I could, like, definitively say that K-pop, like, challenges the definition were, like, hmm. I don't think they mean to, know. but do they in a sort of way, I does guess? Does it just kind of happen? Yeah, does it happen naturally? Is it challenging? Maybe. I, like, I know that's not their intention. Their intention is to have people, like, love these groups and be like, I'm yeah. gonna throw all my money at, you know, mm-hmm. you know, at their products and their yeah. merch and... Their songs. I'm just, I'm just having a really hard time separating it from this idea, and maybe this is very Western. Again, polarizing opinion, polarizing opinion. I don't know. Just throw them all out. <laughs> you need to start another podcast. It's called Polarizing, polarizing Opinions with Stephanie. <laughs> um, I, I just feel like it's like it just disturbs me. Okay, so what the thing? Oh, that, it disturbs you. Whoa, no. <laughs> that's a word. That is a word. I did it. <laughs> I got down with the sickness. I didn't realize what you were doing until, like, after you did it. I'm just like, ah! Yeah, we're all worse off for it. I'm sorry. Um, but, so, the one of the things that comes to mind, whenever, like, these types of conversations come up or that sort, this sort of stuff, like, is being talked about, like, the manufacturing of bands or music and blah, 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 I think of that one Bo Burnham song, where he's talking about all this, I totally forgot what it is I don't called. know. I didn't get into him as much as I probably should have. There's probably some some of his stuff that you'd like. Because he does, he does music and comedy. Yeah. Um, but one of his comedic songs is all about this kind of culture of, like, creating the Justin Biebers of the world and, like, making these, like, young girls, like hate themselves oh wait i think i've heard of that i think i have heard of that one so it's hard for me to separate that idea because i i tend to 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 you know be on on that camp i guess be in that camp or that school of thought that like nothing good can come out of like a corporation that's like trying to get money (laughs) yeah like through this kind of stuff well i i agree so I think most yeah, people but I mean, agree. It is also, it is also, there's like definitely a gray area when people, like you said, like the people who are interviewing and who are saying like, I, this is my dream to dance and sing and whatever, uh, they're like going for it, you know? So I think there is still some, some possibility of like actual sincerity to be inserted into that world. Um, maybe it's different in K-pop. So it's hard. It's a hard question for me. I think it is hard. <laughs> we should have got someone who actually is from South Korea here. Which I know a few people know that I feel I feel stupid call, that I didn't. Up. Right now. Like, hey, what are your thoughts on K-pop? Go! <laughs> You're um, being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it is hard to, like, 
just because obviously Cam and I are from North America. Mm-hmm. The fucking USA. Fuck yeah. Okay. America. Fuck Usa. yeah. <laughs> but, um, Usa, I like that one. Um, so we don't really know what actual c- culture in South Korea is like. Right. That's, yeah. I have, I just feel so very, um, what's the word? Like, disassociated? I don't know. No. That's, that's just my everyday. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, like, I guess emerged like you can't not be emerged in your country's culture or whatever and so like you know unless you just like close cut yourself off from everything um so it's just that that's kind of the majority of where I'm like that's my frame of reference to this kind of stuff and it seems close enough that like I'm seeing overlaps but based on what I'm learning about it I think it's I mean it's different I think there are parts of it, like, just even hearing those few moments of the different songs that you sent me that just do, they, they do sound more sincere, but I also wonder if that's because it's, like, Man, bit, it's made that way to get you to think that? Possibly, but it's also, like, more, like, novel to me, because it's, like, I've not, I've not really spent a lot of time, oh, okay, gotcha. like, exploring that genre, um, out of all the songs I sent you, mm-hmm. tell tell the audience which one was your favorite. I don't remember the name of it. You, uh, the girls one. Uh, the uh, girls' generation. Yeah. Uh, Gee. Gee. I like that. G E E. And it was the oldest one. It was the oldest one. I wonder if that has anything to do with my nostalgia. To <laughs> listen to anything that came out after like 2010 or something. Um. Which one was your least favorite, and why? Mm. So I showed Cam, just to give the audience um, an idea, I showed Cam Girls' Generation, the song Gee. I showed them two Big Bang songs, which is um, Bang 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 and Fantastic Baby. Those are the worst. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm, God, I'm, I'm totally fuck kidding. you! you ah! um, <laughs> I showed them the band To Anyone, which is the number two, the letter N, the letter E and the number one. Oh. I showed them I Am the Best because that played when we were actually at Roscoe's. I don't know if you remember mm. that. We were both really drunk. No, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, it played and I went all. like crazy. Oh my God, I went like super crazy. I'm like, they're playing Game Off. Oh. Um, okay. <laughs> I showed them BTS Idol. I don't know if I showed them Fake Love. I think I just showed you Idol. I think I only saw one BTS um, thing from you. I showed them Black Pink. The do 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 song. You, yeah. you have thoughts on that one, I see. No, I'm just trying to remember. Is that? Excuse me. Is that the one where I'm just? I'm also trying to like I remember them by the video now too, where that's like a person in a hood, in the beginning. <laughs> no, I think that was C two. That just C two. That was um, that was to anyone. Mm. I am the best. I think. Did I okay. sh- showed you CL's uh hello song? Sent you a bunch so. of songs. Yeah, um, I showed them Psy, um, Gangnam Style, which right. most everyone is yeah. familiar with. So out mm. of all those, which was your least favorite? I think my least favorite was that one that I was talking about earlier. So that BTS one. Oh, the BTS one. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like that one. That's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, now all the fangirls are going to hate you. Yeah, well. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> I guess um yeah i don't know like i get though to be fair i only listened to the first like 
30 seconds. Uh, I mean, that's fine. <laughs> I just want to get you a general idea. Yeah. Yeah, I did not, like, hold a gun to Cam's face and was like, you fucking better listen to all this. I'm just like, watch a few minutes of these videos, each one. Yeah. Doesn't have to be too long. Yeah. Um, I go back and listen to, like, a few different ones, like, all the way through just to kind of get a better sense of these songs. But, um, yeah, I probably wouldn't listen to that BTS one again if, I mean, I again, I'd listen to it all the way through and then I'll, I'll judge, but... Right off the bat, didn't really grab me. That's fair. So. You're not hurting my feelings. They're not my favorite. But if you said Bing Bang, then mm. I would be very upset. I did like that Fantastic Baby yeah. one, actually, because wow. I thought that was... Fantastic Baby. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. I could see, yeah. They all feel very, like, clubby, too. Maybe not all of them, but... I think that's the point, though. Yeah. Like, um, I think the goal of YG Entertainment and, like, other big companies that make K-pop groups... Want to make a want to make a banger? Mm-hmm. They want to make a song that people just want to dance to. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> are we at a point? Uh, we are at a point where we can take a little break to go to a fake commercial, 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 fake commercial. Was that K-pop? Oh, was it? I don't know. Hey, what's up, everyone? This week, we've got an app for you to check out called Service Sidekick, and this app is specifically for people who work in the customer service industry. Once you download it, it it has a predictive feature that uh, essentially knows when you're about to have a not-so-great interaction with a not-so-great customer, and then it uh, automatically just kind of drowns out their, uh, their, their words to you with better words. So just keep it switched on in your pocket while you're on the floor. Keep that volume up so that it can do its thing. So let's say that you have a customer who says something to you like, There's no price on this, so uh, I guess it's free. <laughs> And then that becomes... Looks like the sticker fell off this item. I'll let you do what you need to do to wring it out and add it to my total without annoying you. Or sometimes someone might say something like... I know that you said if it's not out, then you definitely don't have any, but... Could you check the back just to be sure? Which then turns into... Alright, I understand. I'll check back for this item later. Thanks for your help. And of course, everybody's favorite. What do you mean it's against policy? I want to speak to a manager now. Now you can hear it as... Now that you've explained this, I can see how my request is unreasonable. And the fact that you stayed so calm and didn't slap my phone out of my hand just now is really impressive. I want to speak to a manager about giving you a raise. So that's just a few things that uh, this app can do for you. And if you download Service Sidekick now and enter Drunk Art Chat in the search bar, you will unlock the Customer Silencer. Turn this feature on, and every time you help a customer that has nothing helpful to add to the conversation, sit back, relax, and enjoy the sounds of silence. So yeah, go go check that out and go tell your friends who are in the service industry to definitely get that. Now let's get back to the episode. K-popular. K-pop. 
you're referencing Wicked right now. <laughs> oh, I can show you some things. I've never actually seen Wicked. Really? Yeah. I've never seen it live, but mm-hmm. I've seen, like, someone... Oh, yeah. They I've did, seen, like, the like, ABC special yeah. where they recorded it, so I've seen that. Of it. Um, but I also, like... Is it the ABC special? The One of those fucking mm-hmm. TV networks... Sure. YGN, maybe you saw, whatever. Like, well, maybe, maybe I did. <laughs> um, but uh, I one time uh, when I was in college, maybe maybe I was that old already. I oh, sang, not sang, but lip synced, synced "Defying Gravity" alone in my bedroom, and I played both parts. And there might be footage of that somewhere. Holy, I don't know. Fuck! Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that so bad. Oh. Would you like to see Cam and I duet lip sync to that song? Because we can make oh, that happen. Yeah. Please donate to our... <laughs> if you want to um, see it, you have to donate something. It'll be a raffle prize. Yeah. Or maybe when we um, start our Patreon. Yeah. Please donate to bonus. our pretend Patreon. But you can donate at Anchor. You can. Anchor.fm. Yes. Find if you it. donate enough money, Cam and I will do that for <laughs> oh my you. God, we'll put it on YouTube. <laughs> and, you know, you get to see it. <laughs> if, okay. you, if, if we make up to $20, we'll do it. Yeah, 70's going for it. I am. I'm just along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to K-pop. All right. So, my next question in K-pop, since I seem to be the question person. Well, you have the better grasp of this than I do. <laughs> do K-pop's group lose value because there are so many K-pop groups? Mm. There's so many people in the K-pop groups. Um, mm. And, you know, they may sound similar. Do you think so? It's interesting. That's kind of like like mass-producing like yeah. a product, right? But then, like, Except... when you think of printmaking and, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's, like special edition prints where you get yep. them one of what one mm-hmm. if i can talk like when someone when a printmaker makes a print and they're doing like one out of 50 that's like a high value item sure. especially if they're a well-known printmaker I think, well yeah i mean partially that comes down to it being limited like a limited edition thing whereas oh with, that's true thank you for bringing that up yeah because like with music i mean that's in printmaking i can see this being like i feel like that's the difference between like products like an object a physical object versus like music it'll n- you'll uh-oh uh-oh rat row. i feel like with music they can never really be limited be limited you can always re-listen to it or whatever that's true um so. does the value go higher when they become disbanded at all like you're oh, no longer doing mm-hmm. music does the value of that song go up and by value, are like how are you defining that? Like I'm not sure. Like, does it make it more special? Mm, does it make it maybe? I don't know. Not so much money, just like you know, they're never. You know, when when bands break up and then they do the reunion yeah. tour, those tickets like go up depending on the band. Like mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like too, because sometimes I wonder if it's just like a marketing move. <laughs> that's sometimes, true. Sometimes you know, and you never really know who's pulling what strings or whatever when it comes to this kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know if, like, Pat, like older... I do think that it becomes more cemented and sentimental, and it's also um, a risky thing to do if it is specifically a marketing move because a lot of times comebacks don't... Sometimes they don't work. Don't really work out. And sometimes they do. Sometimes they're bigger, better, whatever. But, um, 
I think it's risky. Uh, so I don't know if it... I do, I do. I would say actually that it probably does increase the like sentimental value. That's what I was actually gonna say. Yeah, you just took the words out of my mouth. There's like the nostalgia. Yeah, the value of it. Like and I, I feel think. that way about certain bands. Like I'm sad that they're not together still, but also like if they tried to get together again, I don't know how it's gonna work out. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess actually to me, I do think they lose value when they sound so similar, especially to people that aren't familiar with k-pop like mm-hmm. to the general public that does not know k-pop but unfortunately the general public is starting to know k-pop but like i guess maybe to the white person that doesn't know what korean sounds like mm-hmm. like it can lose value because they're like it sounds all the same to me in that weird fucking language because <laughs> i'm white and i live in the south polarizing <laughs> oh. opinion much yeah. <laughs> yeah specific um so I guess it can lose value to, I guess it depends on the person. Yeah. Like to me, Big Bang has a lot of sentimental value to me because I believe they're like on hiatus, disband. I'm not really sure what they're doing. They mm-hmm. just seem to be floated along. And like, man, if they had a tour here in America, you bet I'd be going to that. I'd be like, mm-hmm. yes, please. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy it. I don't feel bad looking at you because you're all around my age. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> it's very important. Don't look at people who are younger in yeah. that way. feel gross. When, um, yeah. What is it, the seven-year rule or something? Like, you plus your age and then minus seven, and then that's, like, the cutoff? I, yeah, I just tend to stick kind of within. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I, I'm not a creep at all. So, sorry. So, going back to, like, value. Um, K-pop has a tendency to like some people i guess i don't maybe not k-pop has a tendency so i guess maybe i'm trying to think of the best way to phrase this there are rumors that big companies purposely choose k-pop idols solely off appearance Mm-hmm. okay so do like the k-pop idols do k-pop i guess lose certain value because to put it bluntly, they might not have talent and they only have looks. Mm. We kind of touched on this yeah. already. Um, but it just goes into the bigger subject we're going to talk about right after. Yeah. Mm. About the overqualified K-pop idol. <laughs> um, excuse me. Um, I feel like this might... I don't know. It's, it's weird because I don't want to say, like, yeah, that's those types of people are just filler because that sounds mean but are they i think like i think that's the point like i think if assuming these rumors are true i guess is what you we should probably like you know clarify that but it seems like there there's like a certain maybe quota i don't know if that's the right word you do have to be so i know this based off korean people i've talked to and also interviews of Korean people who have tried to be a K-pop idol. Mm-hmm. You have to be a certain weight. You have mm. to look a certain way. You have yeah. to dance a certain... You have to be able to dance or, like, get choreography right. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be able to harmonize with the rest of your group. If you are too... If you are a better singer than the rest of the group, mm-hmm. you aren't considered. That's so weird. So you can't be, like, not good, but you also can't be too good. Yes. Um so crazy (laughs) 
Uh, and that is something I've heard from, like, other Asian people, n- Korean and other people that are aware of, like, K-pop, mm-hmm. Korean culture. It, it's actually kind of stunning to me to think that, like, they were able to find enough people who kind of just fit that, like... Who were mediocre? Were, yeah. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, maybe it's not that, that impressive, but... <laughs> um, I don't know, it just seems like it's a lot of pressure to, like, be able to fit in. And uh, it's so strange. Also, I should mention, because I should have mentioned this in the beginning, but I forgot to. So every K-pop idol has a role in the group. Okay. They're like, one's the rapper, one's the singer, one's the dancer, one's the fashionable one. (laughs) One's the one that's, like, extremely attractive, et cetera, et cetera. You know, like, so that... You know, people will fall will more likely like the group because they're like, "Oh, I associate with this yeah. member of the group." Well, yeah, that yeah, that makes sense. That that's like I think about like you know, you've got the bad boy, yeah, exactly, you've got the, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. the red bull, the the cute one, <laughs> the mama's boy, the one whatever, who, who uh, the ugly one. <laughs> he sits in the corner alone and cries. Oh, I was referencing uh, <laughs> strong oh. bad. The cheerleader, the ugly oh, one, Team oh, Girl Squad. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're a K-pop group. Though, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I started a K-pop group, it'd be called Team Team Girl Squad. Mm. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, it's not stealing or anything. Um, so because they don't have talent, because they're mediocre, <laughs> does the value go down? Does the value go down? And, but think, go back to, this is their dream. <laughs> like, they're just like, I fucking want to dance and sing, but I'm mediocre. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, so are you saying is the value of K-pop as a whole genre? Like, I um, guess, yeah. Because they're mm. picking a specific person that fits their needs. You can't sure. be overqualified <laughs> to be a K-pop idol because we're going to talk about a certain person yeah. who I've told, was told by numerous people, was too overqualified to be a K-pop idol. That's that's so strange. And it sounds like, well, maybe we don't, I don't know if we're ready to get into that. That, I mean, we might as, I mean, I guess we kind of feel like weird about, like, (laughs) saying someone's mediocre and, like, we're putting value on these people. So, um, not the greatest at Korean. Um, but there's the singer who does trot music. Um, trot music is a older type of Korean music. So if you think of like polka, oldies music in America, that's what trot music is in Korea. Um, In fact, I have like a better definition. It was like the early 20th century Mm -hmm. was when it was popular. Um, So there's singer, and forgive me if I pronounce her name wrong, uh, Hong Hong Jin Young. Um, I have heard rumors, at least a lot of Asian people, Seems like some articles allude to that she was too talented to be a K-pop idol, so she was pushed into becoming a trot singer. So weird. <laughs> That's weird that any industry would say, nope, too much talent. Too yeah, much talent. Also, uh, a person said that she was too well-endowed in a certain mm. area because you have to have a certain body type to be a K-pop idol that was just like, oh, you're not going to fit here either. Okay. I see. <laughs> um... That's so is again sort of to kind of get a, my bearings on like these genres like you said trap music sort of like polka like the closest comparison 
when I think about, like, if, if someone, if I heard, like, someone was, like, trying to, like, be in the boy band world or whatever, and were like, no, you're too good, go be a polka singer. <laughs> like, I would think, it sounds like they're being kind of, like, downgraded a little bit. Not to, di- not to diss polka, but, um, I don't know. My it's knowledge of- popular. My knowledge of trot music, and trot music is spelled T-R-O-T, and that's, I think that's what it's roughly translated into English. It's actually, um... That's how I saw it in those videos, too. It's actually, um, in Korean, Hangul. Um, that's, that's the actual term of it. Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's what I think. Oh, stylistic origins. Korean folk music, enka, blues, jazz. Oh. That's what it's comparing it to. I should have looked at that. Um, and it was really, it, it's known for its repetitive rhythm and vocal inflections. Um, sorry, read in the Wikipedia, just letting you guys know. And originated in Korea during Japanese rule in the first half of the 20th century. So it's old. Mm-hmm. Giving okay. you a general idea. It At least that's, my partner Paul described it as, it sounds like a Korean singer with traditional Korean, like, instruments but polka Hmm. yeah and she's extremely talented because when you hear her sing like obviously it's not like k-pop where Mm -hmm. it's you know probably auto-tune do we still use that term anymore (laughs) um very like computer like computer it's um it's it's very much like her singing and also um trap music because it doesn't have not safe for work lyrics she can perform anywhere. So oh. she's making more money. Oh. So it's probably better for her then. It, it's better for her in the long run. Depen- I mean, but is that... Is it something she, like... I don't know if they say this in the interview, but, like... She didn't want to do it originally. Because yeah. she was, um out of all the trot singers, she was the youngest. Because, I mean, mm. she's the same age as most K-pop, K-pop idols. People, yeah. Mm. So I also didn't realize that K-pop would have, like, not safe for work songs and lyrics actually one of the the one of the big bang uh bang 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 from big bang i purposely sent you the one with the english lyrics in case you want to look at it mm. not mm. singing in english they have english oh, subtitles only watched a few seconds of all of them so i don't know mm. if i got to it so i don't even know where i was going with that question i guess we were just bringing her up like as an example of like this was someone, someone that, that was happen. yeah this was someone that was way too talented <laughs> so they pushed her in a different genre so strange yeah it's just like it's interesting because like that's not something i feel like is very like people in the states don't hear about that kind of stuff happening so usually i guess in um in north america when you have a popular like pop group and someone's way too let's take beyonce's for Mm. example way too like i guess most people would say beyonce was better than the rest of than the other people in Destiny's Child. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really believe that. I thought they were all kind of the same. Yeah, but they... a lot of people thought she was yeah. more talented. But look at her, like, so she was in the pop group. Rather than being pushed into a different genre of music, she was just like, let's give you your own solo album. Yeah, and then obviously <laughs> took off from there, like, yep. exploded. Um, so, I mean, it's it sounds like it's it's good you know like financially for the the, the the singer that went ended up being in like the trot music um but like 
does it have quite the same following as like k-pop does or probably not the same following especially with bt and i keep mm-hmm. saying bts just because they're the fucking hot new thing in north america well just around the world yeah. um probably not that same following but she's definitely um well it's it's i guess at this point it's really unfair to compare hung hung jin young to bts because bts now is worldwide hmm. um if you compared her to someone like to uh Blackpink or maybe Big Bang, which was more in Korea well-known. She's probably doing better because um, the thing with trot singers is because they're safe for work. They can go, they can perform anywhere. So that's all really interesting. Like, I don't know. Like, I'd not known all that stuff about it, but it's really fascinating. And I see a lot of overlaps, but also it's very unique. Any final thoughts, I guess? I'm out of questions now. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. No, I don't think I have any final thoughts, really, on this. I feel like we've touched on everything we can, and I don't know that we come, we've said anything necessarily super definitive, <laughs> but I thought, I thought that, like, you know, a lot of it is just still kind of gray area as far as, like, forming a specific opinion on stuff, but... I will say K-pop is an art form. It's a very unique art form. And I think it can be sincere when you look at the, look at it through the perspective of the K-pop idols. Because this Mm -hmm. is their dream. Maybe I'm super empathetic. Yeah. Maybe I'm not. That's fair. (laughs) No, I, I totally see that. I mean, like, actually, you know, I just, I hadn't really thought of that perspective again mostly because of my frame of reference being very western based and i just don't i just have no trust of that stuff but given the you know what you were kind of um what are words <laughs> are you drunk and then yeah and tired and drunk and tired it, you know drunk tired art chat <sighs> <laughs> just but basically given the information that you know or the, the topics that we talked about like it it has made me think a little bit differently about it um and i'm not really just categorizing it as the same stuff as what happens here as much anymore so this was enlightening i will say one more thing i'm sorry before yeah, we it. end one of the biggest reasons i like k-pop specifically boy bands in general is I don't know if you've read this article. I don't know, audience, if you've read this article. Two groups on most dating websites that don't get messaged a lot because they are seen as unattractive are Asian men and black women. Mm. So anything that can make an Asian man not seem like... So I don't know if you know the stereotype, but Asian men are stereotyped as like too effeminate, too weak, Mm. too sensitive geeky nerdy like that kind of thing anything Mm -hmm. that makes an asian man like sexy and handsome like i'm down for that Mm -hmm. same with same with black women too i'm not sorry i didn't mean to ignore you there but you know we're talking about k-pop yeah no i understand yeah that's fair (laughs) i can understand why you're why you're where you're coming from so this about wraps it up that was just my little final thought little just throwing that out what's that at the end of jerry springer jerry's like final, final thoughts, thoughts. yeah thoughts. Anyway. <laughs> um, anyway about springer no whoa so. so what are your thoughts audience let us know <laughs>
Are yeah. you a true BTS fan? Oh. Are you a part of the BTS army? Don't Do you have me. a lot to say <laughs> to us about us this in BTS? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, that uh, that does it. So yeah. we will go ahead and see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Before we go, we just want to give some credit to Jonathan Stutz for providing us with um, their amazing music throughout this podcast. Um, if you want to find more of their music, including the song that you hear on uh, the intro and outro to our podcast it's called Rushing, you can find that at stutzmusic.bandcamp.com. And that's spelled S-T-U-T-Z music.bandcamp.com. Feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Drunk Art Chat. Yeah, if you visit our anchor.fm uh, profile, which is just anchor.fm slash drunk dash art dash chat, you can also donate to us. If you're already supporting us by uh, subscribing, we thank you so much. And if you are feeling generous, you are able to uh, give either 99 cents a month, $4.99, or $9.99. Your choice. Um, or if that, that link is too long to remember, just go to bit.ly slash donate, all one word. And, uh, you know... That money will go towards drinks and paying for our SoundCloud account and all, all sorts of good stuff. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Cameron Benamone. I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this has been Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat.